Hello and welcome to the Mavs Corner. I am the host Kyle and on today's episode we'll be talking about what I am looking for in the Mavs Media Day which is today if you're listening on Monday. Uh, Really big big day for us. Uh, It's kind of like the very first day of the uh, 2019 season sort of. I guess the ball rolling anyway. Uh, it'll be September 30th. Getting really close to uh, preseason and uh, training camp, of course, even earlier. So uh, we'll be talking about the media day. And then later we'll also be talking about the training camp and what uh, what we can expect from that and what I would like to see from some players. So we'll go ahead and get started with the Mavs media day. So on the Mavs Media Day, uh, things that I would be looking forward to, and this will be more for pictures. Uh, one picture that I would really love to see uh, get posted would be the that old photo that Dirk Nowitzki, Steve Nash, and Mark Cuban took whenever uh, they got together so many years ago, like 20, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, so Mark Cuban... Was he was wearing jeans and he was carrying he was piggybacking uh, Dirk Nowitzki, while Dirk Nowitzki was wearing a cowboy hat and had the goofiest smile, and then on the side of Mark Cuban is Steve Nash also wearing a cowboy hat and just holding a basketball and just smiling at the camera. To me, that that would be awesome to see that picture replicated this year with Mark Cuban piggybacking Porzingis. With the cowboy hat on, of course, and having Luca next to Mark Cuban with the cowboy hat on as well. I know last year they tried to do something like that with uh, Luca and Dennis Smith Jr., but it's it's not the same because Porzingis is he's the same height. Well, I mean, actually, he's taller than Dirk, but he's obviously closer to what Dirk was than Dennis Smith Jr. ever will be. So. I just think that would just be too cool, and I think there's a slight chance. I don't remember Mark Cuban taking any photos in, on uh, during last year's media day, anything like that funny stuff. I could be wrong, but I just I don't remember it. Uh, would also be cool to see, uh, and I don't think Rick Carlisle takes pictures during Mavs media day, funny pictures, but it'd be cool to replicate that picture of it was Dirk, Nash, Mike Finley, and Donnie Nelson, the coach. And Nelson, he was wearing, I think, jeans and, like, white socks. And you could tell them, I mean, they were super white, long socks and white, and it was just hilarious. And he had a stash, too. But I was just thinking that could be, again, that could be Porzingis and Luca, and then Carlisle. Carlisle, he, he, he could be a funny dude. And then just a, a third player, he could put in uh, DeLon Wright. That'd be that'd be okay too, or uh, Seth Curry or Boban. I mean, okay, so we'll go ahead and jump into Boban. Boban's gonna be a huge deal for Mavs Media Day. A lot of people are already talking about how excited they are for Boban, uh, since I guess he's a super funny dude as well, and uh, he's a pretty big media guy, whether he wants to or not. And I think he kind of. Push, he he kind of lets himself into that world. So a uh, lot of uh, expectations for Boban as far as getting the fans hyped up and things like that. One thing I'd like to see 
concerning Boban. Again, talking about pictures, not talking about interviews just yet, but pictures. I'd like to see like Boban and Porzingis like back to back, just like in like kind of like Charlie's Angels maybe pose. That'd be kind of funny, or just just something with Porzingis because they're the two tallest players in the NBA right now. So I just think that's that's got a huge media outburst uh, potential. For sure. So there's that. Um, other pictures you could put. Oh, okay. Well, here's another one with Boban. It'd be Boban and uh, JJ Barea. Because I think JJ is our smallest uh, player on the team. I think. Not counting two way players. And I think even counting two way players, I think JJ is still the smallest. But, uh, and then JJ, he's, uh, I think he's 5'10. He might be 5'11. And then Boban, he's 7'3. So. That is more than a foot difference, and uh, I think that would be hilarious to see that comparison in a picture and them having fun with it. Because obviously we're gonna, we should see those two on the court at the same time, you know, here, here and there. Even though I've only got Boban projected to play like twelve to sixteen minutes, and then JJ, JJ will get into later when we talk about training camp. But I think I've already talked about it. How I think he's going to be. F- not necessarily necessarily fighting for minutes or I, I guess uh, I don't know what to say. He's he's going to be challenged for uh, minutes with Jalen Brunson. I don't even like to say that, but you guys know what I mean. There's a bunch of guards on the team, and there's only so many minutes. So, and they're both they're both those guys are really good. I really like both. So, uh, anyway, that's that's getting to the training camp. I want to talk more about the Mavs media day. Uh, pictures again with Boban and Porzingis and then Luca with the cowboy hats. That'd be awesome. Other things would be uh, something with like Brokoff and Seth Curry because, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but those are our three-point specialists. So something with like pistols, I don't know, shooting at the corner three, at the corner three or something like that. So I don't know. It it should be a lot of fun to see the posts on Instagram and uh, on Mavs.com. You can follow them there, I guess. And uh, I guess they have a report. Uh, someone from the Mavs uh, program or, uh, for each player. And so then they take them to different places and interviews and pictures and stuff like that. So apparently that could be a lot that's, that's live and uh, definitely going to try and look into that. But definitely having the instagram photos that's going to be huge and maybe some videos too and then of course then we have the uh the interviews so lots of questions going to be answered uh one question that i've been thinking about would be uh towards either luca or porzingis probably more luca than porzingis but it could be both of them but something to the effect of now this is the first year without Nowitzki and they're going to be looked at as our future franchise players and how are they going to respond to that? How are they going to accept this role? Are they going to accept it with open arms? Are they going to be shy about it? I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to respond to that kind of question. So it could go really wrong. It go, it could go really well. And I know Rick Carlisle, he's already talked about it. They mentioned how, of course, Dirk is retired now and, now our uh, best players are going to be Luca Porzingis, of course, and Rick said something like that they are 
ready to take on the uh, those new roles of leading this team into the new era. So I thought that was really cool that Carlisle's already kind of answered that question for them, but I, I still speculate they're going to be asked that kind of question tomorrow, one or both of them. So very interested to hear what they have to say about that. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I would assume that Carlisle gets interviewed, and maybe he'll allude to who uh, gets the start. I would I would think so because I think uh, two years ago was it that they um, said that that Nerlens Noel wasn't going to be a starter. Yeah, so there's that there's potential for us to have a huge surprise tomorrow because right now uh, I think that I've got Luca, Porzingis, DeLon Wright. White Powell and Justin Jackson as my starters, but he might he might say like right off the bat like we'll start you know uh, Dorian Finney Smith or Tim Hardaway Jr. or Seth Curry. So that yeah, maybe I I don't think so, but there is the chance. So we'll we'll see about that. And also other interviews I'm looking for uh, to would be Porzingis and uh, getting a close look at how developed how much he's developed over the summer. It sounds like he's, uh, sounds like it's reported that he's gained 16 to 17 pounds over the summer or the, over the off season. And it looks like it, but we'll get a really good idea tomorrow. And also Justin Jackson, I have said before, and just report, just reporting what I've heard that he's also gained 15 pounds ish of muscle. So we'll be able to hear that more from him. And, that would be awesome. So I think that's all I had about the Maz Media. I'm going to take a break here, and when I come back, I'm going to jump into the training camp. So stay tuned. All righty then. Welcome back to the Mavs Corner. And first segment, I talked about the uh, expectations and what I'm uh, looking for in the Mavs Media Day today. And now I want to talk a little bit about the training camp and what I'm uh, wanting to see from that. Um, so I've already kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with the J.J. Beret and Jalen Brunson. I think that's a that's a key thing to look at, to be looking for in the future. Is apparently J.J. Brea, he's he's going to be ready to go starting to start off the season, which surprised me. But I guess as far as the time frame. Uh, from when he was injured last year, it's look, it's I guess on schedule, maybe a little bit earlier. So it's great, and I I first thought he was going to be sitting out for a month or two, and that Jalen Brunson was just going to get a bunch of minutes, but I guess not. So training camp I think will definitely determine who gets how many minutes. I'm not going to say more minutes because. If I had to guess, I would guess that Jalen Brunson is going to get more minutes than J.J. Barea. I feel like J.J. is our veteran leader, so obviously he's got to, he, that's his primary role, but he's also a solid backup point guard. So he, he, you can't sleep on him. You can't just give him a few minutes or garbage minutes and call it good. No, he's he's good enough to play significant minutes, and I would say 15 to 20, something like that. Whereas I think Jalen Brunson, he's going to get, I think he's going to get in the low 20s, maybe uh, 19 to 22. I might have said something differently, but 
I think that's probably how it's going to pan out, and I could definitely be wrong. But overall, I think Jalen is going to get more minutes than J.J., but just how many more minutes? I think training camp is going to help determine that. How much has Jalen improved? I mean, we mentioned on the last episode how uh, Brad Townsend tweeted that Jalen Brunson has had possibly the best summer of uh, improving his game than any other Maverick. And that that blew my mind at first. Now, realizing it's Jalen Brunson, he's got a great work ethic, that doesn't completely surprise me. And But I, I w- that just makes me happy. And we'll just see how well he's improved, hopefully, during training camp. I mean, I know he's, he's, he's you're going to have to play him, I think, right? You can't just sit him and wait till uh, preseason games. I, I guess you could, but we should see some... We should see some stuff in reports. How? Where did he improve? Did he improve his shooting? Did he improve his defense? Did he improve everything? So I bring this up because how well he improved, I think that determines how many minutes he's going to play. That makes sense, right? Now, I think J.J. Barea is going to limit it, but just how much is it going to be limited? So we're going to be looking at that. Uh, other things would be... The other thing for sure would be Justin Jackson and Dorian Finney-Smith, maybe a little bit of Tim Hardaway Jr., but I'm going to focus more with Justin Jackson and Dorian Finney-Smith. I think that's the other thing for uh, the starting position, that fifth starting role. I think it comes down to one of those two guys. Obviously, it could be Tim Hardaway or it could be Seth Curry, <coughs> but I'm going to just limit it to, to Justin Jackson and Dorian Finney-Smith. Like I mentioned earlier, Justin Jackson has claimed to have gained 15 pounds of muscle. I'm hopeful that that improves his defense so he can hold his ground better against other bigger dudes. And hopefully he uh, worked on his consistency, as he stated. But we looked at his we looked at his numbers a few episodes ago, and they didn't look too bad as far as his three point percentage or his shooting. It really it didn't really drop that much. So if he improved it, that's that's awesome. I don't know how much improvement that will be, but however much he did improve, that I think will land him that starting spot. And don't get me wrong, I think that it will be rotated. I think that would be stupid for me to say that it's solidified, like he's going to be that fifth starter for you know the foreseeable future. No, I think, uh, and I know I've said this before, that uh, against going up against teams that have like two solid sh- uh, shooting threats or offensive threats, let me go with that because I'm thinking of the Houston Rockets every time I say that. Because you got James Harden, and then you got Russell Westbrook, and Westbrook is not that great of a shooter from the outside, but he can attack the rim, right? So in that case, you'd want DeLon Wright probably to guard uh, Westbrook, and then Dor- uh, Dorian Finney-Smith to guard James Harden, but. Then I come back to, well, if Justin Jackson and you know really bulked up a bit and he can defend better, maybe move faster, maybe it's good good enough to have him on there. And he has proven to be the better offensive uh, threat uh, versus Dorian Finney-Smith. Unless if Dodo, going back to him, doesn't uh, get cold because he was hot the first month or two last year as far as three-point percentage was, was concerned. So... You see, there's there's lots of things that we can look at for the preseason, and then even bleeding into or up a training camp, and then bleeding into preseason. I hope I haven't been flip flopping those, but it, 
you know, it's it's everything before the actual season starts, which let's see, today will be September thirtieth. So then we've got just over three weeks, I believe, till the first game against the Wizards. So very excited that we're getting we're we're within a month and it's it's getting tough to watch football games and trying to talk about football and you just really I just want to talk about basketball so anyway uh want to look at those two matchups and obviously obviously we want to see the chemistry begin with uh Luca and Porzingis that that might be the biggest thing we want to see Luca and Porzingis Porzingis set a screen and then either pop or roll and just see him dominate and how well Luca responds and how well he you know, improved his vision, I guess, if that needed any improvement. Just really want to see how how well they're gelling with each other. And uh, I know I mentioned when I talked about the schedule and how I predicted they get 45 wins. I think large part comes from how quickly they establish their chemistry. And I'm assuming that they establish the chemistry I say that because a lot of people last year thought that possibly Dennis Smith Jr. and Luca would establish chemistry and you know hit it off really well. Well, they're friends, but as far as their game co- goes, the basketball game side, it it didn't gel very well. Now, ninety nine percent, I'm pretty sure that Porzingis and Luca are going to gel, like no matter what. You know, their games their games line up pretty well with each other. It's just a matter of when are they going to, you know, hit their stride together, you know, with that chemistry. Is it going to take some time? Is it going to take two or three months, which I, I, I doubt that. I hope not. I doubt that again. I will doubt that twice. I don't want that to happen. That's terrible to even think about. Or more likely, I think it might take just a couple to three weeks, two or three weeks. I can understand that. That'd be fine. Playing different people can't. I can't expect them to have the chemistry knocked down the very first game. That that would just be nuts. I, you got to play different people, different styles to truly establish chemistry between two budding superstars, in my opinion. But that's uh, just a few things I'm looking forward to for uh, the Mavs Media Day today and then for training camp and preseason uh, in the following week or two. So that's going to do it for me. Uh, I'll probably talk more about these. Well, I'll, I plan on doing a, an episode of the post Mavs Media Day. That sounds really good. And then probably previewing the uh, training camp and preseason as well some more. And hopefully, uh, I know I've, I'm flying solo tonight, but hopefully I've got Falcon on the next episode or the one after that. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it. So go ahead and uh, follow the follow the podcast on Twitter at Mavs Corner. And you can please feel free to send any messages or comments or questions, and I'll be more than happy to answer them. I'm getting look. It appears that I'm getting more listeners, and I'm, I really appreciate that. And really looking forward to, and I and I, I do say looking forward to, but I'm just gonna just dive into that pool of awesomeness, right? Looking forward to doing more episodes, and really excited to start the season and continue these podcasts and. updating it so all right that's gonna do it thanks guys for listening and have a good day